welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast. That's Rob, I'm Tom, and we're going to take you on the journey. What is the CGT? Here we go. All right, folks, welcome back to another edition. Rob, how the hell are we doing? Good, man. Moved inside. I was going to say, you got a new setting over there. Um, oh, yeah. What a great day. I mean, we just had an event end about 40 minutes ago. Uh, I'm all for however we need to do it, whatever we need to do. I'm all for Hawaii time. Oh, the night golf's great. Dude, it's unbelievable. And then yeah. you know, we get it next weekend with the Sony. So, sure. yep. I mean, it's, I just, I don't think I've ever realized it. Maybe I just didn't really think about it a whole lot, but it hit. Well, me. now you have a, yeah. Well, now you have a kid. Yeah. That's why it's key. Right. It hit me on Friday. I was sitting there. It was like 730. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm like, this is super cool. Usually, obviously, you guys all know events are over by like five, maybe six tops. But like, it was pitch dark out. Like, I was getting tired. Golf was <laughs> on. Like, it was a whole different ball game. So, oh, yeah. I'm super down with that. Um, like I said, whatever, whatever we need to do, maybe we need to look into – you know, having a uh, HDT doing a Hawaiian golf tour because oh, the, oh yeah, I'm all for it, man. <laughs> no, it was it is nice, especially uh, you know, like you said, you know, you get to sit, get everything done during the day, and then you have the night just to chill out and watch some golf. Yeah, I uh, I kept like looking at my phone, and I'm like, man, I know it's only what four hours, but I'm like, it it off it seems awfully early there, and I'm like. Hey, whatever, I'll take it. You know, right? Golf's on. Mm -hmm. Um, how about the finish? Great finish. I thought the tournament was awesome all around. I'm not one to be like, oh, it was too easy. Like, I love seeing that. I yeah, it was um because what what happened yesterday, right? JT shot 12 under, and then Rom like what two hours <laughs> later shot 12 under. <laughs> JT shot 12 under, and he moved like three spots. Right, <laughs> right. that's it, dude. I. You know what I love too is watching how many times guys take it off the driver off the deck. Yeah. For this tournament. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was good. Yeah, I think the tournament's awesome. I mean, obviously, you know, with the the stack field, um pretty much what I was reading is that there was essentially just like no wind. And I guess the wind is is howling pretty much every year. There was like right, you know, no wind. It was obviously playing soft. They were playing, you know, um clean in place for what? Thursday, other, Friday, I thought. Yeah, two out of the four days. But, like, I don't have a problem with the first tournament of the year. Those guys are going super low and, you know, it, you know, 34 under, whatever. I I think it's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I could care less. I mean, if it was, like, the majors or, or the masters, then I would be like, okay, this is ridiculous. But, well, you know. Was it uh, Matt Jones at, what, 24 under for the last two days? Oh, yeah, yeah Matt Jones. It's yeah, like, yeah the record crazy. yeah he just set a record i'm unreal um cam smith man i love him the the hairdo everything about him was swag i mean it's so ridiculous um he just looks like a complete like hillbilly but you know i think he loves you know almost having that like trend setting john daly-esque like look about him yeah yeah it's uh he's like one of the guys for sure yeah for sure and then obviously rombo was was there you know uh all weekend um so it was a great I'm, finish 
Yeah, I mean, he was he was pretty sick too. I um, he's he's got to be top like five for me favorites. Like to see him win, obviously. So, but it was a good tournament. Who Rombo? Yeah, love Rombo. I, I like Rombo. I think he um, I think he takes his job very seriously, and it, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's cool to watch that. Um, he's also, I feel like a big like teddy bear. Like he's a a pretty emotional guy, um, similar to like a Spieth or a Rory. Like he'll pretty much just tell you how it is. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I like Rombo a lot. I think he's going to be around for a long time. Um, you know, his swing is is super unique. You know, his ability to just pound balls. You know, his touch. I mean, he's just he's ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a a, a good weekend um somehow if we can get more of that besides the the first two tournaments of the year that would be awesome but um we have a great episode today to yep the second episode to kick off the uh the new year here um we have mr good golf only daniel which is a chicago company uh so mr good g is going to be on here shortly and then uh, we'll roll into that interview. But yeah, we're pumped, man. It uh, it's already starting off to be a hot a hot year. I mean, golf is back, man. Yeah. We're ready. It is. Um, I've noticed a, a pretty big uptick just in in social media alone. Um, in terms of like our website, you know, our our page reviews and and stuff like that. I think golf being back on mm-hmm. is is you know basically like you know, kickstarted that for a lot of people. Sure. So it's, it's cool to see uh, people are starting to get the itch again. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's also with the new golf equipment coming out, people get excited about that. So it gets you start thinking about the season and stuff like that. You know, the Christmas presents, all that fun stuff. So right, I think, you know, we're there. Speaking of new equipment. So that, that stealth looks insane. Did you see um, the presentation box? Like no. the whole kit that comes in it? Oh, dude. Um, it's on it's pute uh, some of the i don't want to say influencers but whatever you want to call it the reviewers they yeah. got these special special boxes for, right. with the driver but it had like a paint can in there it right. was like oh yeah you got it's on twitter you gotta see it it's pretty sick the I, whole presentation i will check that out <clears throat> i love that stuff um i even i seen the one a couple months ago for the new bridgestone balls and it had like the mini little led like tv mm, on the front yeah. like that's bananas um yeah and they send those out to like all those top in- influencers like that's the marketing dollars for that's got to be like through the roof yeah i mean the the stealth driver had within the pink can it was like uh you know like a valuables a valuables pouch uh you know scorecard holder all this little fun trinkets to go with the carbon you know theme of it it was pretty yeah. cool yeah yeah yeah, but that that driver looks insane. Um, the price is also insane. <laughs> so, I mean, God bless. I mean, oh God, I just don't get it. It's sickening, man. I mean, God bless people who are gonna because you know it's gonna happen. People are gonna buy them no matter what. But like, mm-hmm. the look of that thing is is awesome. Although I kind of got in a little pissing match with somebody the other day about just like so the whole the whole carbon face like that that's not new that's all you know that's all old tech and that's just 
in my opinion, that's a huge, that's just like a huge marketing play, but you know, old tech does come back into, and not even old tech, just old anything, you know, whether that's mm -hmm. old, old toys or whatever, all that stuff research, you know, resurfaces at some point, but like, I think the look alone is awesome, except for that like bottom fin. I don't know if I could deal with that. It kind of has a weird look to it, doesn't it? What, did, did you ever play the Sim 2? Did you ever hit that or anything like that? No. No, okay. So I feel like, you know, with those, like you're saying, that fin, yeah. I got to hit it once or twice, but yeah, I agree with you. Some things are like a, a mind, you know. So that's honestly like, well, obviously I, I like the performance of Titleist Woods, but that's that's a main reason I'm a Titleist guy is just because their look is always just like super clean it's not like overly big, you know, like some of these driver heads now are just like, you know, my buddy has the, the, the ping G425 and I just like look down the line at it. I'm like, this thing is massive. Like it's like swinging a, you know, uh, like a, one of those like whoosh training things. Like it's just huge. It feels like you're swinging a kite. So the, the look and the, the appearance is huge for me. And that's why I think like Titleist is just, you know, they don't really ever change colors, just the black crown, you know, the face sits how it usually sits and they're all like the same rounded head. Mm -hmm. And that's just, mm -hmm. yeah, that I love that look. I think it's just super clean and you know, it's easy on the eye, but um, yeah, I mean, golf is back, man. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes me want to, besides looking outside and seeing mystery alaska this morning yeah i mean how about it all the ice took a little spill yeah it took a little spill myself Did you? oh dude i was taking out the garbage this morning and i i went out in shorts and just my winter boots and i literally i felt like uh it was slow-mo like my feet went above my head right on the tailbone Ooh. not good no not good did you uh oh, even worse all the neighbors saw so it was um yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Ouch. Mm-hmm. You should get one of those uh ring alerts, you know, around your neck and get to go down again. But uh yeah. our first our first guest of the year is in the waiting room. So first guest of 2022 is Mr. Good Golf Only, and that's Daniel. Um, so we're gonna let him in here. Let him in. Let him in. What's up? How are you? Daniel, what's going on? Hey, how are we doing? Nice to meet you. you doing too. well. Doing well. Yeah, we uh, we introduced you as the Mr. G, Mr. Good Golf Only. Uh, yes, Daniel. And uh, <laughs> so, what what necessarily is? Walk us through exactly what Good Golf Only is. Yeah. Um, so, Good Golf Only is a is a brand now, but it, it kind of started as a concept or an idea. The backstory is. Um, it was an Instagram account that got started because when I got married, I was playing a ton of golf and people were like, get your golf content off of your personal Instagram. Like you're married now, like, you know, put that somewhere else. And I was like, okay, my brother and I started saying it when we grew up caddying. And for some reason, one of our guys we caddied for would always say like, want to go play G and we're like, you don't have to shorten the word golf. It's four letters. <laughs> yeah, and so right. it kind of stuck. And so we started saying good G only a lot. Like, let's go play some good G, good G only it turned into good golf only as a, as a brand. Um, but we, we kind of call it good G only, um, generally. And it started as an idea with an Instagram account primarily, um, yeah. what it's morphed into now 
is a full-time or not a full-time, but it's a brand um, where we sell golf merchandise, apparel and stuff like that. We just started hosting events within the last two years. So we do a Ryder cup every year. Um, it's called the invite. It's 12 on 12 full Ryder cup, um, Europe first awesome. America. And then we just started hosting a series of events called the regional and the regional is in um, Chicago. And we hosted one in, in Pinehurst, North Carolina last year. That's kind of more, you know, like it sounds regional meetups to meet new people play like two man type events or like a quota type game. Yeah. Um, and then we make golf content, not really for, for sale necessarily. We don't do a lot of like commercial golf tenor golf content. Um, but it's primarily for, you know, people to find new courses, learn about golf, um, check out some of our blog posts, stuff like that. So Very that's, nice. that's the only, yeah. Very nice. Awesome. Yeah. I think, uh, let's see. I, I became familiar with you guys with, uh, I played with a member on the Chicago golf tour, like two years ago at Ravislow and he was wearing a good golf only hat. I think that when you had yeah. maybe the gray one and yeah. Uh, I said, Hey, where'd you get that hat at? And he's like, Oh, they're a, you know, they're a Chicago company. I'm like, dude, that thing's pretty sick. And then that's when I messaged you. And then we kind of started a relationship. Obviously I ordered a, a couple hats and um, yeah, yeah I, I love it. You guys put out a lot of really good content. You actually got a chance to play Kapalua recently, didn't you? Yeah. So we were out in, um, in Hawaii in Maui for um, about 12 days played five rounds of golf. It was supposed to be a family trip with my wife's family for her <laughs> sister's birthday. <laughs> Turned it into a golf trip because we we're in Maui. Um, so played the Wailea like resort courses three or four times and then played Kapalua. And I mean, I was just watching it rooting for Cam Smith the whole time. And that place is insane. Uh, I tweeted it out earlier this week, but they were doing some of those segments about undulation. Yeah. You, you can't fully understand the undulation of that place until you've stood on like the bottom of 18 fairway or oh, sure. even one tee box, stuff like that. that. That place is nuts. Yeah. Phil was just talking about that after his round. Uh, I think it's post round Friday. He was like, I'm, he's like, I'm gassed. He's like, I don't think you guys, he's like, I don't think the TV does it justice. He's like, there's a lot of, you know, um, undulation, like you said, but um, he's like, I'm not in shape. He's like, I'm absolutely gassed. He was like winded holding up, holding onto his hips. And he was like, I don't yeah. think you guys realize like how big of a drop off some of these holes are. Yeah. And you know, if you were measuring ball speed on like an amateur, like when I was out there, I'm sure the ball speed was within three, four miles an hour difference. And I hit a drive, maybe 210, 214, like, and I felt like I flushed it. Yeah. And then I hit one 365. And it's just like the gap <laughs> between those is, is mostly the undulation. And then they had really, really benign conditions this week. I mean, it was so easy for them, obviously. Um, the top three guys set the scoring record on the PGA Tour, which is crazy. Um, but when I played it, it was the back nine is so exposed. Once you get up on that 10th tee, the wind was – it felt like it was blowing 25, 30 sustained the whole time. The gusts were crazy. And so if you're downwind, that's awesome. But that par three they show, um, 11, yeah, awesome, beautiful hole. I hit a draw with the wind. It started at the right side of the green, and it was all the way missed left. I mean, it probably moved 45 yards wow. with maybe a six-yard draw. And it, just, it was insane on a 160-yard shot. So, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Rob and I were just talking about that before you came on. Um, basically how everybody lit it up um, because the, essentially that there was no wind. Um, 
And then I said, you know what, I'm okay with that as the the first event of the year, you know, having guys just go out and attack holes, fire, you know, put up ridiculous scores. Who cares? Like yeah. it, it was a blast to watch, but um, you know, what would, besides, you know, the, the conditions, the wind and stuff like that, like how are the Vista? I mean, obviously the Vistas are unbelievable. Well, like what was your other biggest takeaway about Kapalua? Yeah. So it's an interesting spot because it's very resort. Um, like as a tourist, when you show up there, it's very resort. Um, I played with only one other guy. There was, it was not a full T-sheet and this is middle of August. So it's kind of, I mean, not their peak season, but everyone's out of school. So you'd expect it to be more busy. Um, and it's very laid back, but it's not, it's not like a cool vibe. Like, I don't know if you guys have been to like sand Valley or like abandoned or something like that, that has that like golf paradise vibe. This is kind of like, you know, middle-aged, um, people on like business trips is kind of what it feels like. Like they they bucked up 450 to play the course. So it's not vibey, but when you're out there, it was one of the most serene golf experiences I've ever had. Like when you see those vistas on TV, you're like, wow, this is beautiful. Right. Whole time you're looking around and I'm trying to get videos and my mm-hmm. wife is taking some cool photos and you're trying to get iPhone photos. It just doesn't capture like, oh, so I, I should draw it off the right end of Molokai. Like that's my start line. Like things like that are just kind of crazy. Um, and, and so I was actually born in Hawaii. So I, I lived there for a really? little while. Oh, wow. The Hawaiian vibe is just different. Like everyone's laid back. Everyone's nice. Um, so it, it's just a really good like resort experience. Um, the thing that stuck out to me is like these guys shooting 61, 62, 63. They say it all the time, but like, damn, those guys are good. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I was playing good from a tee box up from them. And I, I have a fairly decent handicap and I shot 81 and I was like proud of it. Yeah. I told my wife yesterday, I was like, I got beat by 20 strokes. by Rob. <laughs> And like, I feel like I played good. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I played poorly. Um, it's it's way harder than they make it look like way way harder than they make it look right uh, there's some of those spots where it, i don't know it's definitely not links golf but it plays like links golf where like if you hit it up on the right bank of the left side of a green you can get it to roll 15 yards down to the right and if you miss though your bone like i don't know if you saw cam smith a nine today yeah. hit a perfect shot it hit right into that bank came back 20 yards he got it up and down because the short game's nasty but like that's a bogey for us. You know, yeah. that's a double bogey for us. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And the, the one thing I, I remember that sticks out is the guy said, he's like, everything breaks to that Island out there, which is Molokai. Mm. Oh, my brother, after the round, I'm like, dude, it was sick, but I was reading green speed. I was reading grain. I was reading the wind on the putts because it was so windy. And I had to factor and everything breaks to Molokai. So you're looking at a putt, like a 12 footer and you're like, <laughs> I'm factoring in four things. Like, I don't know. Hit it straight, I guess. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but it, an incredible experience. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, and I I saw Na. I think that was the same day uh, after the second round. Um, he went out and said <clears throat> he was like, you know what? It's hard to like remember that you're here playing golf. Uh, I think he doubled or let's see, he had a, a bogey bogey start. Mm-hmm. He even said, he's like, yeah, he's like, I almost forgot like I was here. He's like, it's, it's, it's easy to kind of get lost in, in the vistas. And then he's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm playing golf. Sorry. I, I got to get back to work. But like yeah. JT said the same thing. Like it's very easy to just get like caught up in the views and like forget where you're at. And then, yeah. you know, basically, you know, it's, it's easy to lose focus in route. So, yeah. right. Yeah. Right. So my, 
my wife is like uh, a photographer kind of by background. And and so she'll, she'll come and she's great. She'll ride rounds with me. And that's usually how, when we get good photo content, that's like not off an iPhone. It's, it's usually from her taking it. Um, and I was like, okay, here, take a shot here. And then like a whole lady, like, Oh no, no, no. Just take one shot here. And she's like, I've taken like 300 photos. Like, I'm like, right. no, but this is the best Vista. Like every hole, just like the Vista keeps kind of outdoing itself. Um, 17 though, like 18 is that T box where it's like, you know, everyone's going to hit a 350 yard drive. If you hit the slot, 17 is probably one of the coolest, most beautiful spots I've ever seen in golf. Like you're at the absolute peak, the backyards around you are amazing. And you're basically like, if I even hit this decent, it's going to roll out 300 yards. Um, and it just, yeah, I, I love core Crenshaw. They did an amazing job discovering that course. Um, but as a resort course, it doesn't feel like, oh, this is an easy resort course. Like it's very, very challenging. Yeah. Routing is really unique too. Like, like Phil said, like everyone takes a car. A lot of that stuff is pretty far apart. Like when you walk off nine green to get to 10 T box would probably be like a seven minute walk. If you were going to walk it like straight uphill. Really? So they cart the pros around. Um, but the routing is really interesting. Like you kind of go all over that property. Very cool. Very cool. I mean, obviously that's probably, uh, you know, besides like the Bannon and all the, uh, you know, big destination vibey, you know, getaways, Kapalua has got to be up there for me. Um, yeah. Easily <laughs> top, top five, top 10. I mean, yeah. place is ridiculous, but uh, we were, we were talking before you got on, you know, we also, you know, we're, we're treated next weekend with the Sony. Um, yeah. So, you know, for some of those guys to just be like in Hawaii for like, you know, two to three weeks has got to be awesome. I know. I know. Like just nice little stretch for him. It's yeah. crazy. My, my brother who he he's so it's my, myself, my brother, and then two of my college roommates are the owners of our brand together. And he was texting me and he's like, dude, why does Rory not go to this event? And I was like, I don't know. Like that's how, you know, you have a good life when you're <laughs> not going to Hawaii to play golf, when they're about to pay you a guaranteed check and yeah, like, right. sure pays him to show up. Like that's how, you know, you have a good life. If you're saying no to Hawaii golf trips. Yeah. <laughs> right. That yeah, you have a good job when you could be like, hey, no thanks. You guys go without me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But speaking of golf, so you're you're in the West Loop, correct? Yes. Yep. So obviously, um, you know, we're pretty spoiled here in Chicagoland area, Illinois, with with golf. You know, what are some of your favorite tracks, whether that's you know, private, public? you know, in not only the, the city where you're at, but in the Chicagoland yep. area in, in general? Yeah. So let me, I'm going to extend the question into Southwest Michigan too, because I think that's part of Chicagoland area, sort of, in, in my opinion. So in the city, I mean, the only place really to play golf is Harborside. I think they've got a really good routing for 36 holes. It's actually a pretty challenging course. They keep it in really good shape, except for 18 is always covered in goose crap for some reason, which is just very frustrating. But um, that's kind of like, if we're going to play money matches on a Saturday, that's where we're going to go. We're going to try to go to Harborside, pay the 110 bucks, which I think most of Chicago golf is a little overpriced, but that that's a little overpriced for, for there. Yeah. Um, we will do a lot of like Southwest suburbs. I think that's where the best value in Chicago land is. Yeah. Um, I think Ravislow is honestly one of the best courses in Chicago land. Like, Yep. for what you pay to walk a Donald Ross course that's in kind of its original condition. Um, that's like one of our, our favorite spots to get out to. And then I grew up in the West suburbs. So I grew up in Wheaton. So 
I got to play Chicago golf, which was an absolute treat. Obviously, um, that was recently um, got to play with the head pro out there, my father-in-law and my my uncle. So that was a pretty cool experience. I think that's the best private I've been able to experience in Chicago. But the Western suburb golf is really good. Um, I grew up at Cantini, and yeah. so also expensive. I, I think Cantini's kind of pushing the price limit now, but their the quality of golf out there it's kind of unmatched for, for public golf outside of maybe Mistwood, in my opinion. Um, and I love that they have 27. The other thing I like about Chicago golf is with not being a member at a club and living in the city, I feel like there's a lot of really good, um, like club events. So like Cog Hill puts on a ton of like, you know, fall, spring, winter kind of club events that are like two man scramble, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Antini does a good job with that. Um, so I feel like that's a fun way to stay involved if you're not a member at a club. Um, so those are my favorites where I think the hidden gems are in this area is like Southwest Michigan or even West Michigan. Like if you're willing to get an hour and a half, two hours away, my wife's parents have a place up there. That golf is absolutely incredible, perfect condition. And it's probably like 60% of the price of Chicagoland golf generally. And then they have amazing privates as well. So we'd like to play up there. So my favorite course in the world is Dunes Club, Kaiser's First, mm-hmm. which is only like, you know, 75 minutes from the city. It's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's obviously hard to get on. Um, I just played Lost Dunes, which is another private that's pretty awesome. But the like West Michigan, kind of west of Grand Rapids, Grand Haven, Holland area. Mm-hmm. That's where that brand new American Dunes is that I got to play quite a bit this this past summer. Um, but all of that golf is incredible value. And it's like two and a half hours from the city. Totally agree. My uh, so, yeah, we got a place in. Uh, go ahead. Where's your place from? No, I was gonna say we have a place outside of Saint Joe in Hager Shores. Okay. So yep. yeah, we get to hit those places a lot. Like Tom, it's a uh, Hawkshead. I like Hawkshead a lot in South yeah. Haven. Yeah. Um. So beaches. Um, mm-hmm. Beaches is, is awesome. The shady, great little course. Um. Yeah, I I one thousand percent agree with you. My uh, my mom's up in South Haven, so you know we try to play as many. Even uh, Lake Lake Mission Hills is a little yeah. of a gem. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. that course is awesome. Yeah, Michigan, it, it's it's weird because you go play a course like that. Like you said, you pay about half the fee, and then you when you're on the course, you're like does anybody even play this course? Like it's, I know. they're always so well taken care of, like right. not a ton of traction. You know, there's never really, you know, divot or, or a ball marks on the, on the greens. Like yep. Yep. it's crazy. It's always a different vibe with Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Especially like early morning sunrise. You almost feel like you're somewhere else. Like yeah. you got the sunlight coming through the trees and it's like, dude, where am I? It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so two things on that. I'm, I'm, one of my goals with good golf only is to play the top 100 public golf courses in America. So I'm using a golf digest list from 2018, 2019. I just basically took their list. I was at work one day, like checking off the boxes of like, how many of these have I played? And like by name recognition, you feel like you've played a ton of them because you you know all the names. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I've only played four of these, or, you know, five of them, whatever. So I'm at 29 now. I started that about a year and a half ago. And so started going through like all the Michigan ones. Um, but it's also led me to some of the courses that are like right near those top 100. So like in Michigan, there's a place called Tullymore. A lot of Chicago guys know it. It's, you know, not too far North of Grand Rapids, great course, 
decent value, but it's a, a more of like a resort forest dunes type experience. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes away is a place called Pilgrim's Run, which is a Mike DeVries design. It's like you just described a 7 a.m. tea time there on a morning in July is like absolutely pristine. You're yeah. the only person in the parking lot. You're the only person at the range. And you're about to play one of the best golf courses I've ever played for 70 bucks. Right. And you're just like, how is this real? Like, and it's because right. like no one really lives by those courses, I think, is, is kind of the reality. And in Chicago, you know, we've got people driving out of the city, all the suburbs, like the Chicago courses are slammed usually. Right. Um, but I think the Michigan golf scene is, is pretty unique. And it's sweet to have it only two and a half, three hours away from here in the summer. Yeah, we did um, Treetops Resort. Yeah. Special. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was a, that was a great yeah. time. Yep. Where do you guys usually do your uh, your invite at, or do you guys move it, you know, every year to uh, a different course or or what? Yeah, it's a good question. So, um, twenty twenty was the first year. Conveniently, like, got to do it right in the middle of COVID. Thought we were going to host it up at Arcadia. Arcadia was like, yeah, I cannot get you like twenty tea times, and this was seven months out. Um, so we did it in kind of based in Grand Haven. We played Harbor Shores right there in the. Um, kind of on the drive up, we mm-hmm. played um, Tullymore and they've got a sister course called St. Ives. So we did 36 out there and then we did 18 at the ravines. So it was all kind of like that West Michigan area. Yep. This last year, it was supposed to be at TBC Deer Run. Wanted to give the Illinois courses some love. It's only, you know, an hour and a half away. Yeah. They called us a couple weeks before and they said like, hey, the PGA Tour called us. We got to redo all of our bunkers. Um, we're closing for the golf holes and, and like, it starts basically now. Wow. And I was like, okay, we've got 24 guys signed up for this event, 12 on 12. We had all the lodging book, the restaurants, and we play five rounds of golf. So, or, or sorry, four rounds of golf, but it's, you know, over three days. And so this was a lot to move it. So we ended up moving it out of there. Cause we didn't want that experience. And we moved it to Wisconsin and had an awesome time. Um, so we did it in kind of West Milwaukee area the primary reason we went up there was for um, the club at Lac Labelle, which is like one of the best new courses in America. Oh, Rob. Have you guys played it? Rob. I played, I played the first weekend of October and okay. I, it's like my top three now. It's insane. Yeah. We had an amazing experience. Um, huge shout out to their hospitality. Like yeah. they were awesome. We spent the entire day there. We got there at 6 a.m., played 18, um, made the turn. It was very yeah. hectic for the turn. They were probably a little frustrated that we're like sending a million guys off in a row, played 18 more, um, alt shot. So it was quicker. We did a drinks tab and dinner there. And then we like all took our shoes off and we're barefoot putting on that. Yeah. On that right. Screen. That was awesome. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is an amazing experience. The only thing it doesn't have on like a sand Valley is like a second course and then sure. onsite. Yeah. But, right. Yeah. I, I thought that place was incredible. Yeah, like we amazing lives. We talk to them because you know I, we do something similar. We do like a um, sometimes it's sixty guys, sometimes it's twenty four, but we do a Ryder Cup every year too. We've been doing it yeah. for about eleven years, and um, we go between Michigan and Wisconsin. And we talked to them in October, and they seem pretty like they can they know houses that you can rent and stuff. So they're pretty cool about everything. It seemed like. Yeah, we didn't get involved in like lake life there at all. But if you want to mm-hmm. go up and do like the lake too, it's right off of that one lake that right. has boats on. So, yeah, it's it's a good spot, and those guys were really awesome. So yeah, it was like I said, that course is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. What did you think about their? Uh, did you have a chance to look at their flyover on their on their website, Club Lock Labelle? Yes, 
I thought that was one of the coolest pieces of technology I've ever used in golf. Told you. I, believe it. I told you. It's unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I, I don't know who that company is or if they're going to start doing all the major courses, but it was like interactive. It was almost 3D. It's, yeah. It was great. So yeah. it's funny because Rob, Rob brought this up to me like six months ago and I just kept like putting it off. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll get to it. And then finally one day I was sitting there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to jump on there. And I was blown away. And then I came on and I was like, hey, by the way, guess what I did over the weekend? And I, I called <laughs> him and we talked about it for like a half hour. Like, it's just, it's It's almost like somebody literally drove on the course, like in a Google Maps car. I know. It, it, like you said, it's like 3D, but you're also able to move like to your approach shot. You can move the T around. It's like, whoever is doing this is is one. I mean, it's, it's not cheap. It, it can't be. Um, but yeah, I would be super interested in, in knowing who that company was as well and seeing what I, know, I, I think gone are the days of like, you know, you look at the scorecard, like I, I brought the Kapalua scorecard to, to look at if we were going to talk about Kapalua and I'm like, okay, so hole one, I'm playing the championship tees. It's 470. I hit driver 260. I'll have 210 in. That's like usually how I would hit it. Look at a scorecard, you know? Right. And then now with this, we're like, you're like, okay, I can fly this bunker. Like I know right. this number. It's kind of crazy. I think we're getting close to like that technology being in the carts too. Cause we, we already have the flyovers. Right. And imagine if you could get out there first time playing a course, actually feeling like you knew it, like you do, you do at Lacobel. Mm -hmm. So That's a great point because there's a lot of, you know, obviously Rob and I, like, you know, one of our things is like, you know, we love playing new courses, but mm -hmm. on the flip side of that, like we love that mysteriousness of playing new course, but you know, once you finish around, sure. You're like, man, I, I wish I could have another go at this track, just knowing what I know now, yep. your point, like that is what's nice about some of these courses that do have, you know, the, uh, the monitors in the, in the carts where you could kind of do that, but like, it's nothing like club lock Labelle, like where you could get actual, like to the yard, you know, on each hole. Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem with that, not the problem, but with that course is very targeted, right? Off the tee, you know, mm -hmm. and the starter was really awesome. Like if you talk about the first hole, if you think about the first hole, it's just like, well, you don't, he's like, you don't want to use driver type deal things. So right. it was really, it, it was an awesome experience for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think about like um, McCray Memorial. I don't know if you guys have played that on the north side. Is it in your tour on the north yeah. side? Yeah. yeah. That place is so hard. And I went there with a buddy. He's like, yeah, I've seen it once. And I was like, okay, like I've, I've, you know, I can usually figure out a course. First three holes, I like, I hit this punch shot and it goes in the creek on two. And I'm like, dude, you told me to punch. And he's like, yeah, well, you punch it too far. And I'm like, I don't understand this golf course. Like the next hole, he's like, okay, you can't hit driver off the tee, but then you're going to have a long iron in. And I'm like, okay. I need some form of like virtual mapping here. Cause I have no idea where I'm hitting the golf ball. Like right. not a yeah. And, and to your point, a place like that is a place you have, like you almost have to play there prior to, um, yeah. otherwise yeah. it's, it's super frustrating. Um, yeah, that, that technology would be insane anywhere, but, um, you know, what, what kind of plans do you guys have for 2022? Are you guys looking to, to do anything more or, or add anything or, um, you know, I'm sure you guys got some, some new stuff coming out. Yeah, it's a good question. So, I, I mean, a lot of what we focus on is, you know, if you're, if you're making merchandise, like I know you guys started recently, like that takes a lot of time and effort and stuff like that. Right. Um, when I set out to do it, like I thought we could be the next, like no laying up and not even to compete with them. I just wanted to like be in that realm with them. Cause like, I think what they've done is so cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. When you're trying to make content, like it's very challenging and it's just like very time consuming as well. So the part that we love is like hosting tournaments, meeting new people, like selling hats and seeing our hats, like, you know, at a random bar or like on a golf course, like somebody drove by with like one of our towels. Like that's the part that gets me excited. Um, I think making content is, is challenging from like a video perspective. Um, I love what you guys are doing, like starting a podcast. That's something we've thrown around. Like we, we chat golf all day long. We've got a group message always talking about the PGA tour. Things like that are things I think are kind of in the hopeful for us, but when it's a side hustle, it's kind of hard. You know, like we all have full-time <laughs> jobs. Um, I literally just had a baby two weeks ago. So that's oh, another congratulations. Congrats. But it's another job I just added to. So yep. things like that kind of um, keep us small. Um, so I don't think we're going to like blow up and turn into anything massive. But yeah, we, we love kind of the, the small trajectory that we're on. Um, okay. And it, it keeps it fun and it, it makes it not as, you know, stressful, I, I think. Sure. Right? Well, you're, you're doing it well, my man. Um, yeah. you're definitely talking Rob and I's, you know, language here. Um, right. yeah, media, media content is, is super hard and it is very time consuming. Um, like you said, th- this is essentially a side hustle for me and Rob and we put a ton of work into it, but mm-hmm. we've, we've, we've talked about, you know, almost having that aspect this year and it's just crazy time consuming. Like you literally need a full-time editor, like to do all of that work. So, yeah, um, totally understand that. Did you have a boy or a girl? Had a boy. Nice. Congrats. His name is Rory. So we're hoping for a golf. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, get all your golf in now, my man. Yeah. So the, the 2020 <laughs> was 131 rounds for me and uh, 2021 was 85. So it's kind of trending down. Yeah, yeah right. And I'm like, shoot, I might've hit my all-time low handicap. I might've shot the best score of my life already. Like, I, I don't know. Those things could be in the past now. Who knows? But yeah. we're hoping to, you know, get him on the course eventually. He turned into more yeah. my sport too, but. For sure. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's exciting stuff, man. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. A ton of fun. We, uh, so I had a baby girl in March. She's 10 months. Right. And Congrats. thank you. It's, it's been unbelievable, but getting to your point, like, the whole trending down thing. So it's, it's super interesting because <laughs> now I was telling Rob earlier, I'm like, Hey man, I think in 2022, I'm going to, I'm going to be playing a ton of twilight just because now, now that she's like not a baby anymore. And like, you yeah. know, the weekends will be for like, you know, family time and doing stuff together. Like it, ch- it changes up the whole, the whole ball game. So it's now like, okay, when can I squeeze these rounds in? So <laughs> it's going to be, Dude, it's going to be, changing. that's why I, yeah, that's why I go off at like 5.30 in the morning, man. Get it done right away, and then you have the whole day. Yeah. yeah. I like so, going where off. Where do you get those rounds in? Where do you play that early? Um, well, I'm in Woodridge, so okay. I like to do like seven bridges early. Yeah. I like to, you know, um, basically anywhere we play. Heritage Bluffs. Yeah. I like to get out there early. Yep. <laughs> so... There's a, I have two kids myself, so it's always, we, the group that plays in the tour, we all have kids. So it's nice to get out like at the six o'clock, five forty-five tea time on the weekends and just yeah. have the course to yourself, you know? I know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like if I, if I can be home by noon in the city, like changed and ready to do something on a Saturday, my wife is like, great. That's totally fine. Exactly. But, you know, when you do that 9am round and you're out there till like two o'clock, home <laughs> yeah, by right. TV, it's like, you're pushing your dinner plans. It's like, yeah, oh. that's not gonna fly anymore. Yeah, so, that's yeah. that's yeah. when we're all on the shit list. 
Yes, exactly. The way that I, I was I was prepping for this was I got my father-in-law really back into golf. He like yeah. took a 10-year gap. And so now he just joined American Dunes up in Michigan. He's like fully hooked. And then both of my brother-in-laws are in. So when we're with her family, I'm like, I'm hanging out with your dad and your brother. Like you can't yell at him. Yeah, so it's family golf. time. So it's family time. Exactly. It's family time, man. Yeah. I, I love chatting golf. Could talk about it all day. Oh, all day. <laughs> well, I was just gonna I was just gonna have you be a part of a little bit of breaking news for the, the 2020 season because Rob mentioned uh, Heritage Bluffs. So in a previous episode, I disappointed Rob by telling him that the Southside Tour was pulling uh, Heritage Bluffs from them. And that's like one of his home tracks. So he was very love Heritage Bluffs. But breaking news, Rob, Heritage What's Bluffs that? is going to be on the West Side Tour and the Southside Tour in 2022. So oh, you, golf is back. You got your Heritage Bluffs back. Yes, so, thank you. Yeah, it, it, Rob, Daniel's probably like, that's breaking news. But Rob, I love, yeah. I love that track, man. I that, is, that is, is Heritage Bluffs easy or hard? It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's, yeah, it, a lot of it's target golf off the tee as well. But it's such okay. a nice, um, it's a, it's a nice walking course. I love walking. So yep. it's just like a perfect morning get out there and enjoy your round type deal thing. It's and they keep it in such great shape, you know, for what it is. It's awesome. Yeah, so I've only played it once and I played with Shane, who's one of my partners and he he's our stick in the group. Like he's a, he's a plus one and we both got beat up by it. And I was like, I think this place was sneaky hard. Like, I'm not sure. Like I, I wasn't sure if we just didn't know the course, but like you said, it's in absolutely perfect shape. And I thought it was one of the more fun routings that there is in Illinois, honestly. Super fun routing. Um, mm. Sneaky, sneaky hard. It almost plays linksy for a couple holes, and then it yeah. turns back to you know Parkland once you get into that like back corner. But yeah, Bob's point. Super targeted. Even a lot. Yeah. So off the tee, very targeted, and then even you know approach shots. Like what is that, Rob? Uh, Eleven, where you kind of got to like lay up downhill. And oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Just mm-hmm. kind of like a dog in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's super sneaky hard. It's tight. Um, but yeah, it's, it's always in great like for a park district course like that. That place is a no brainer hidden gem. It's what'd you walk it for last year, Rob? Like seventeen dollars. <laughs> Jeez, like it was I, awesome. That, that's incredible. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of our guys said that the Chicago Golf Tour is one of the most fun things they did but they said it hurt their handicaps. They're like, man, putting everything out was really challenging. <laughs> They're like, I'm like a, a really legit 21 now is what they were saying. And like, these are guys who, you know, could kind of break 90 on a good day. Yeah. Like I got a one Oh three. Cause I had to put every one footer and I'm like, yeah, that's where real amateurs like definitely struggle for sure. For it's, sure. it's a different ball game. I'm man. It's uh, the nerves, man. It's the yeah. nerves. So, the Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I've played golf for, I don't know. I'm 29 almost. And I've played golf for maybe 18 years of my life, something like that. I had never played competitive golf in my life. Mm-hmm. And I got to the lowest index I'd ever been at, you know, had done all, all the milestones. And I was like, I need to play competitive golf just to feel the vibes of it. Yeah. One of my best friends from college came out and, and caddied for me and she played on the Indiana golf team and she was, you know, D1 golfer. So it was like helpful to have her. First hole, I was like aiming a fairway left because there was OB right and the guy I played with pumped it right. And I'm just like, I've never felt this. Like I looked at my <laughs> whoop scores afterwards and it was like heart, it was like watching the PGA tour, you're like heart rate skyrocketing. 
like I, I I hit the like only shank of the summer on like a par five from 60 yards. I was like, I've never done that before. Like just all those vibes of competitive golf is so different. And I think that's why what you guys are doing is really fun. Cause you know, you can go out with your buddies and like play a money game and give right. each other five footers and, you know, play match by whatever you want to do. Right. But when it matters for a score and you got to put out, if you miss the two footer, you got to make the next two footer. Like that's a totally different level of golf. And that's why I think what you guys are doing is really fun. Cause it's like, it's hard to find that. Or you yeah. pay two hundred bucks for a qualifier at CDGA, you know? Yeah, right, right. And I appreciate that. And it is, it's, it's a different ball, especially like in majors. Like even to this day, I'll go knowing that I'm playing the Masters at like Rabbit Slow, and I'll have butterflies, and I'll be like, okay, because I know, you know, this this event is worth more points. Obviously, you know, the name's going up on the leaderboard, like. A lot of guys that played in it for the first year this year said the same exact thing, like, but that's what gets guys coming back. They're like, we love having that feeling like, you know, standing over a three footer that maybe might not mean a whole lot. You know, maybe it's just points at the end of the day, but it's, it's a different style of game. And uh, I think to your point, a lot of guys enjoy that, but are you talking about the round that you played at uh, Belmoral? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. at uh, that was that. CDGA. Um, I, I get them confused. That was the state mid-am qualifier. There's a CDGA mid-am qualifier too. That was a state mid-am. Yeah. And I shot 81. So I missed it by like three or four. And it was no doubles, only one birdie. It was just like 10 bogeys. And it, they were all like, I was like, oh, it was a good bogey. Yeah. But I played Belmoral five times this year. You would believe it. But 81 is the worst score I shot there. Like not even close. I shot 76 there like a week later. And I was like, it was all nerves. It was all pressure. Mm -hmm. Just like yeah. a totally different vibe. And so my younger brother played college golf and he was like, dude, now, you know, when I shot like 36 on the front, why I shot a 42 on the back. He's like, it's hard. It's really, really mm -hmm. hard. Like you don't realize how hard it is in competitive golf. Yeah. And so they were all watching my scores and like, you know, they were checking the app, refreshing my scores, texting my daddy. And they were like, dude, what happened? I'm like, honestly, nothing. Like I just made bogeys. Like it was just like, it's way harder than I realized. So yeah. The only thing I would say is harder than that is so Shane, my partner and I played um, at tobacco road down North Carolina. We played in like one of their invitational tournaments and it was kind mm -hmm. of Ryder cup style, all condensed into a weekend two man though. And so when you're playing alt shot and if you miss the oh, three, yeah. footer, like their greens are slippery. Oh yeah. You have a three, four footer coming back and Shane's got to make it. You're like, frick, man. Yeah, oh yeah. So our only rule was you couldn't say sorry, but I would like, <laughs> right. be like, uh, I, I really want to say I'm sorry right now, you know? Right. I mean, that's how it is for the Ryder Cup that we do because one yep. of the rounds is alternate shot. That's how you start off. Like, you can never say sorry. You know, it is yep. what it is. But yep. you're right. The nerves on that is just insane, you know? Yeah, one of my old roommates and I, he's always my old shot partner in our Ryder Cup too. And I'm I'm kind of like a, you know, try to get him hyped up. So I'm like, I hit this drive into a greenside bunker at La Caballa, like that short par four, uh, maybe six or seven. And I'm trying mm -hmm. to get amped up in the bunker. And I'm like, dude, you got this. Like, we're about to make an easy birdie. Like, get up. And he's like, dude, I need you to not hype me up. Like, that doesn't <laughs> help. He left in the bunker. And he's like, he was like, dude, I'm really sorry. And I was like, our only rule is you can't say sorry. You know? Right. But it yeah. is funny when you leave somebody else with a hard shot. Like, it feels a lot worse than, like, the pros say the same thing. They're like, I don't want to putt somebody else's butt. Right. I don't yeah, want to make them butt. Right. Right. But yeah, we uh, we hope to have you in in 2022. We got a lot of a lot of new stuff coming out. Um, obviously, the the schedules will be fire uh, again. But 
yeah, we'd, we'd love to have you guys on. It's, it's a great experience. Meet a lot of guys, yeah. you know, that yeah. talk shop and, you know, talk golf all day, but uh, you know, hopefully you guys, you know, take care of that little baby and you guys have a great, uh, you know, happy new year. Awesome. Thanks for having me on guys. Much appreciate it. Being you, yeah. dude. Thanks. All right. Yeah. yeah. Take care guys. See you. Talk, buddy. talk to you later. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast for the Sony open book it with T picks. At 300 to one, we got Kurt Kitayama. At 130 to one, Emiliano Grillo. 60 to one, Cam Davis. 50 to one, Maverick McNeely. And the odds favorite, Sungae M at 18 to one. And you could book it with T. Back to the broadcast. Daniel from Good Golf Only. What a guy. I mean, what a nice guy, man. He's, he's a guy. You know, yeah. talk shop all day, talk golf all day. Um, Just like one of us. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we've, so going back, me and him have, have talked quite a bit uh, via Instagram. So we actually tried to get out at the end of the year. Didn't happen. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm sure we'll be out this year, um, you know, with, with the good golf family. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Super excited for that. But um, yeah, they got a really good thing going. You know, I think their brand is super clean. Um, yeah. You know, their logo, their hats are all really nice. Just the way that they deliver their products is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we were we were super pumped to have him on. Um, yeah. It's easy to talk to. So it was nice. Yeah. I, you know, as soon as he started, I, I felt like he was up your alley all episode. And oh, you, yeah. You know, especially you talk Michigan golf and you talk the club. Let's do it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm like, Rob, Rob is probably feeling all these vibes right now. So, yeah, Michigan golf, dude, you know, we've talked about before. I've I've preached it. I just think it's a whole different ballgame. I mean, the the courses, the pricing, all that like, oh, yeah, you know, I think guys, once they, once they play there, they're, they're kind of set, you know, especially as you, like Daniel was saying, as you start to get up in that like Northwest region of like Grand Rapids, South Haven, and then mm-hmm. even further up North, like Traverse city, like that's where yeah. that's some of the best golf in, in the country. I right. Mean, exactly. It, it's crazy. Good. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. What a, what an, what an episode, what a, what a first guest for the 2022 CGT podcast. I mean, let's go. We got we got the new segments. We got the new new guests. It's been good so far. Yeah, we're we're rolling here. I, we're like I said, we're always we're moving and shaking in, in 2022. You know, trying to give you guys the the best possible content. Grinding. But next 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 episode is going to be a good one. Um, we're actually going to dive pretty deep into all of the new stuff uh that we're offering in 2022 um sweet yeah we're gonna we're gonna kickstart that i know we we talked a little bit about it like early on in in the podcast but that was like very uh preliminary things that weren't necessarily finalized and we kind of gave you guys a little bit of what we're going to be offering but we're essentially going to lay it all out for you guys um so next episode is is a huge one especially leading up to the golf shows, you know, and then that should carry us into, you know, registration, which, you know, we're hoping for, you know, March 1st, maybe sooner. 
Um, but yeah, golf is back, Rob. Golf is back, Tom. And as always, Rob, it is time for the top three. All right, let me hear it. What is your top three out-of-state golf destinations that you want to play in the next, say, five years? That's pretty good. That's a good question. Um, well, you know, Sand Valley's close, but I really want to do that. That's that's like hopefully this year, but yeah, that's something that I really, really want to try to get out to. Um, Sand Valley, Bandon, obviously, it's just that looks like a sick, sick place to you know play. And then to be honest with you, like I've already played it, but. I just want the experience of playing Sweetens, Sweetens Cove again, just going out to Tennessee, getting out there again and enjoying a, a nice little weekend like that because that place is just a playground for for golfers like us. It's crazy. It looks like a sweet little spot, little vibey. Yeah, dude, it's like, honestly, like if you got three other guys that you're just trying to do a weekend, uh, not too far, not too expensive, like – they had to do an all day golf pass and it's like you get there from sun up and you stay to sun down. And I don't know if you really looked into it, but it's cool. They got two pins on every green. So it's like, you're playing, you know, 18, it's a nine hole course, but right. you know, you get to, you get to pick and choose, you know, and then they do like cross country golf on it. Like if it's dead, they got this whole routing of how to do cross country. It's just, it's a, it's an awesome place to be, but yeah, that, I think that'd be, my top three. How about yourself? Yeah, I would probably say um, I'd probably start maybe local. So my three hole would be like a Lasonia. I've heard nothing mm. great things about uh, Lasonia up in Wisconsin. Um, I couldn't decide whether between like Lasonia or like a, you know, the loop in Michigan. Um, mm-hmm. So, but the loop is private, so it might be super tough to get on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Lasonia would probably be the three hole. And then two, I would say I would probably go Pinehurst. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great point. Like a Pinehurst tobacco combo. And then one Bandon, obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super curious just because I think we've talked about this before. Um, the only issue I have, like my in my luck, like knowing my luck, like we'd book Bannon, we'd go out there, and like it would be a a four club win the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's my only thing is like I don't know, like in all the pictures and videos that you typically see, it's like either pissing rain or like super windy there. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, what makes that place so special if the conditions right. stink? Right. No, oh, that's but, a great point. But obviously the golf looks ridiculous. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we can sneak in a couple just like mild, you know, days, then yeah, sure. absolutely. So as always there, Rob, we'll see you in the fairway. Well, you have safe travels and I'll see you in the fairway. My man. I'll see you, buddy. Later, dude. Later.